Cool. Now we're starting the recording. Welcome, everybody. This is another Supreme Being podcast. I'm your host, BC. As always, this podcast, this special podcast, is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If there's anything that you need, reach out to us. Instagram, teambcsold at gmail.com, briancasella.com. You can find us, right? Secondly, it's sponsored by my personal coaching and mentorship program, Modern Success. We keep getting more and more members every day. I'm excited to grow it. If you're interested, go to briancasella.com, go to the coaching tab and sign up. Another new announcement is I'm linking up with my brother and friend, Colton Lindsay. We're going to do a prospecting summit event, November 12th and 13th in Utah that will be live streamed worldwide and also done in person there in Utah. And we're taking, I believe, 20 people in person and 30 or 40 online prospecting summit. If you're interested, make sure you reach out to me and I can get you the information for it. Okay. That's for realtors only, FYI. So as we begin the podcast, I just wanted to uh, let everybody know, man, there's this uh, newer Eminem song that I love. I think it's called Fall and it's really catchy and I love it. Not just for the songs and the lyrics, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the beat, but also the lyrics and, and what he does in the song, right? I really resonate with it and that's why I love it so much. So it totally makes sense that I would uh, like the song. Uh, so shout out to Eminem. <laughs> Now, as we begin this podcast, I wanted to touch on a few things today, right? I want to cover some, some things along the lines of what most people name habits. I call them rituals, right? And I'm going to explain to you why in a second, but I want to cover on this podcast a few powerful rituals that everybody can implement into their life to see positive changes immediately and get themselves more success, get themselves going, have the first um, you know, you can say powerful momentum that they feel day to day without having to rely on just motivation and inspiration and that kind of stuff and really prime themselves for success, right? So first and foremost, let's look at the uh, linguistics and language that I used. I used ritual instead of habit. Now, why is that? People will say it's the same thing. It's not. Words have energy. They have emotions. They have certain feelings associated with them, right? And they have a different level of power, the word ritual is very powerful, very meaningful, and much more strong, right? Stronger than the word habit. Anybody can have a habit. Very few people actually have rituals. So as we dive deeper into this, I want you to pay very close attention to the language that I use, and that can be the first kind of blip on your radar to really improve your life is we, we need to take a closer look at language. And I'm not going to cover that on this podcast. I just wanted to bring it to your awareness that way now moving forward, you're a little bit more conscious about what you say, how you think, and those things, okay? So, rituals. Every single powerful individual, anybody who has reached some sort of merit in their career, and reach the top, you can say, of business, or, or you know, you could say yoga, or anything else, right? The top of the top. When you look, one of the common denominators is they each have powerful rituals, some more than others, Others, it's very simple. For others, it's very unorthodox, right? It's maybe a special ritual that they created, and ultimately, that's the goal. You want to be able to assimilate and get all of these rituals that people have, start applying them into your life. Step two, eventually, you find out which ones are the best for you in the road that you're on. And lastly, you can start creating your own type of ritual or routine that you do in your own special way that's particular to you, right? Case in point, one of the, one of the reasons uh, a lot of people 
don't understand the last point that I made is they want to just take what other people do and model after it. And that's great. However, when you put your own spin on it after you've mastered it, right. And you do it your own way. That's what makes it more powerful. Okay. And I can give you an example for those of you who are into hypnosis or hypnotherapy. I can ask you this question and you know, the answer, obviously, what is the most or who, whose voice is the most hypnotic to you? What's your own? right? Your own voice. If you do recordings with your own voice, that is by far the most hypnotic. So with that said, understand that now with these rituals, once you've implemented them and it has become a part of your life, you can now specialize, personalize these rituals to best fit you and supercharge them with your own kind of unique energy and your own style. That ultimately is, ultimately is the path that we're on and where we want to get to, right? If we can call it the light of the end of the tunnel. So let's start going through some rituals that I know a lot of powerful people have. Some I do, some I do exactly how as I, as I explained to you, some I do my own way, right? All I do is invite you to at least take one of what I talk about today and implement it into your life for a sustained period of time. This isn't, oh, he said it, that's good stuff, I'm gonna try it once. It's not like that, okay? It's gonna require action, it's gonna require application, it's gonna require that you consistently do these things over time, okay? A person doesn't become super overweight or even a little overweight instantly. It takes time. Somebody doesn't become good at something very, very quickly, right? It takes time. One way that I can explain this is let's say one to 10. Let's talk skills, right? One to 10, 10 being you're a grandmaster, top 1% in the world. One being you're brand new. A lot of people with a decent amount of dedication can get through the ranks from one to six or one to seven very, very you can say quickly in the grand scheme of things, meaning that might take them a year or a year and a half. However, the journey from seven to 10 is a long arduous one that separates the champions from everybody else. Because from one to seven <clears throat> could be the same amount of time that it takes you from, to get from seven to seven and a half. And then maybe the same time that it took seven to seven and a half, it'll take seven to 7.75, so on and so forth. And then every incremental level up after that on your journey to 10 takes a long time. So it's maximum effort for very minimal gain. However, when that gap is created between you and everybody else, that's what creates, that's what really truly creates this, this, not just gap, but this, you can say, what would be the word here that I'm looking for? This difference that you can recognize in an individual when somebody's very skilled at something, when someone's very consistent with something, you, you tell there's a feeling associated with it, right? So when we get to these rituals, right, I'm going to start naming a few, okay? Understand that, again, it is the application of these over time that's really going to help you get to where you want to go, okay? Now, one of them, this ritual is daily learning, okay? Now, I'm not saying, I want to make a clear distinction here because there's a lot of people out there who consume a ton of content but don't do any fucking thing with it. And I want to make a clear distinction right here. I don't want to hear, and other people who are skilled in what they do, do, want to hear, do not want to hear that you consume content four, five, six, seven, eight hours a day, and you've made no positive changes in your life at all. You don't make any more money. You're not any more confident. You don't have a stronger mindset. You don't have better friends. You're not moving up in life, but you consume a ton of content. Incorrect. I am saying you study, whether it's an hour or two, every day as a ritual, same time, right? If it's in your house, same place, make that your sanctuary. 
and you study and you take notes and you apply. None of this, oh, well, I read and you know, I'm reading every day. Okay, but what have you done with it? Are you a well-read individual or well-practiced individual? I want the well-practiced individual who reads and applies. Because I've been talking about this. I've been, I've been talking about this lately with people. It seems as if it's cool now to walk around as a trophy saying, oh, I study so-and-so, I study so-and-so. Yeah, but what have you done with it? Okay? So I want to make that distinction because just reading, just consuming content is not enough. Okay? Number two, everybody must have a ritual regarding their health and well-being. Okay? I do several a day, and I can name a few just so you get it. The first thing I do every single day when I wake up is I drink a tall glass of water. Now, don't get caught up in the details like, oh, is it cold? Is it room temperature? It doesn't matter. Just drink a glass of water. Okay? You've been sleeping five, six, seven, eight hours without consuming any water. Rehydrate. Your body is about 80% water or 78%, whatever it is. It's important. Okay? Number two. Now, this is one where you, you really see how dedicated somebody is, right? Let go of the hot and warm showers. Start taking cold showers. Ooh, this is a tough one for a lot of people. The health benefits of taking cold showers is unprecedented. I don't have to tell you. You can do your own research. Take cold showers and watch what happens. I remember specifically when I was still playing basketball after every training in college and even in the pros, I would take an ice bath right after practice for 20 minutes, fully submerged to here on my neck. And it was glorious. Yes, the first 20, 30 seconds were mentally challenging, of course. Nothing that's worth it is easy, remember that. But when you would get out of it and the blood would be restored, you felt renewed. It would not be a surprise the next day when everybody showed up to practice and I felt 100% and they felt like shit. Yeah? So have that glass of water and try the cold showers. It's more mental than anything. Now, let's say you now say, I'm gonna do number two, but I'm not gonna do cold showers, or you try it once, and you find it a little bit challenging and you stop. Well, that tells me right there you're not committed to greatness. Because just like the person who you studied and told you, apply this, what, are you gonna stop as soon as you feel a little bit of resistance? As soon as it's a little bit challenging, a little bit outside of your comfort zone, you're not gonna do it. What other areas of your life is that showing up? Relationships, business, personal finances, everywhere, right? We have to understand the connection between that one activity and that thing and the rest of our lives, you see? Where you feel you're lacking, you can find that everywhere. So in finances, if you do a lot of things right and a couple things wrong, that's in other areas of your life too. And you need, you, you need to be able to connect the dots because once you do, you'll realize that, hey, I'm not just dealing with my finances now or relationships or this. What I'm doing now is I'm handling my life. And once you can make that distinction, and you start looking through that set of eyes, people will notice the difference, your life will change, and now you can start moving and creating lasting change. I'm not here to change you for a moment and fire you up and give you inspiration. I'm here to give you lasting change for your life, whether it's this podcast, whether it's my modern success program, whatever it is, lasting change, rapid and lasting change. Okay, so we have read, some sort of education. Now, the reason that I recommend reading and writing is because there's just something to opening a book and 
there's something to taking a pen or a pencil to paper that's irreplaceable. Okay? Make sure you do it that way. The iPad, the electronics, does not count. iPad, electronics, do not count. I'm going to repeat that again. Okay? So, moving along. We have those two. Number three is your environment and everything in it. I make it a ritual to have order, not chaos, order amongst me. If I clean clothes and I put a pile here, you best believe within 30 minutes or an hour, it's gone. If I have to stop and do a task, I do it, and immediately we put everything away. Look at my environment. There's symbols, posters, pictures, model cars of what I own or will own, certain decorations that every single one have a certain meaning to me that upgrade my environment. Money magnets, not literal magnets of money, but symbols that I look at, I'm like, boom, that's to attract money. That's to get me in the right mindset. This is to inspire me. You go to my car, my cars, flawless, super clean on the inside and out, shiny, looking sharp, because that's how I present myself to the world. If you have a, if you have a Super dirty car that's super messy on the inside. Well, guess what? Your mind is dirty and your mind is super messy on the inside. Everything. It doesn't matter if you have the, the hottest car or the hottest house. Inside your environment, does it smell good? Is it pleasant on the eyes? Does it inspire you? Can I go in your environment and look at your environment? Whether, again, it's your clothes, where you live, your cars, and everything. Your office, your office space, whatever you have. Your accessories your jewelry, can I look at all that and be like, oh, this is John, this is Bob. Oh, totally, this is Sally. Now, if I don't, well, you have some homework to do, my friends. The environment has to represent you. If it doesn't, then you're being incongruent and incongruency in life gets you nowhere. It would be as if I talk about being the wealthiest man on the planet and let's say I'm that guy and then you find out I live in a roach infested apartment it's 300 square feet, and I have three pennies to my name. That's ultimate incongruency. That's three. Four, you must schedule time throughout your day to do this. Journal. Write your thoughts. Write your commitments. Write who you are in present tense. I am wealthy. I am number one in my company. I make X amount of dollars. I do this. I do that. Present tense. And you put that pen to the paper. You know why? Because not only is that a great exercise, you're constantly focusing on it every day. And when you, what you focus on expands. So if you focus on what you want and where you want to be and who you want to be, guess what? Every day you're getting closer and closer to that. Many people walk around distracted all day and they don't even realize it. They think they're going after their goals. But what they're doing is they're watching news or watching this stupid ass influencer who does jokes all day or this or that. How about those of you who, again, this is focus, drive around more than a couple hours a day. Let's say you drive around two or three hours a day. How much of that time, how much of that time is actually spent bettering yourself? If you're in that car two hours and an hour and 50 minutes is music and 10 minutes is something educational, you got it backwards. Nothing wrong with going around and blasting music and getting you in state. Of course not. 
But if 90% of the time, 95% of the time, you're not using that time wisely, if you're doing two hours in the car every day, what are you doing? <clears throat> right? That's one of the easiest things to implement, yet we float around. You're floating, not realizing that precious moments are being wasted. Okay? Here's another ritual that I, and you've witnessed, I've been doing over the years. And that is in every sense of the word and every area of life, constantly and continuously, you must upgrade, level up, level up your way of thinking, your way of communicating internally and externally, level up your wardrobe, level up your cars, level up your house, level up your accessories, level up your friendships, level up your businesses, your business partners. I mean, whatever. Upgrade everything. Constant upward trajectory. Always. The quality of education that you're getting, the quality of seminars you attend, the quality of physical training that you're doing, the quality of mental training that you're doing, the quality of your practices that you do every single day in your rituals. Upgrade those too. The more we do this, the more habit it becomes, the more ritualistic it becomes, and now it's normal for you. You know, I covered last week in one of the lectures that eventually when you get so comfortable being uncomfortable, the uncomfortable now becomes comfortable and it flips. So you do everything that other people find uncomfortable, yet for you now it's comfortable. This is adding on to that. This is the next step. It's a logical progression of what I just said. Okay, <clears throat> here's number seven, and this one's going to maybe shock some people, right? Number seven, and this is a ritual I see a lot of successful people do, including myself, is you have to take risks. You have to take risks. There's some times that you invest that dollar, a hundred, a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand dollars, and it's not going to work out. Or maybe you went to a seminar that didn't work out. Or maybe you invested in this business that crashed. Or maybe you invested in the stock that plummeted after you bought a thousand shares. Or maybe you bought this property that ended up not working out. This, that, however you look at it, you have to take risk. Every single person who built something huge took a risk with their ideas, with their money, and they do it continuously. You know why? The precursor to that, to being able to be comfortable being uncomfortable taking the risk is you have to learn, and this can be the next point tied into it, is you guys have to speed up your decision-making process and abilities. You have to make decisions quickly. Quick, quick. Anybody at the highest level makes tons of decisions and they make them fast. Now, are all of them right? Of course not. I don't always make the best decisions. However, I'm always making decisions because that allows me to see the next opportunity. If you're lingering on a decision, other opportunities are flying by and you're not even aware of them because you're stuck on one decision. Decision, decision, decision. If right now you're doing decision, 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 you need to speed it up to decision, 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 decision. By virtue of that, you'll be making more decisions and you'll allow yourself more opportunities to do better. Okay. Number nine will be this. They look forward to and do not resist any sort of 
mistake or potential challenge or obstacle. Okay, this is a ritual, believe it or not. By doing so, you're open to possibilities. Number two, when the mistake is made, which is inevitable, nobody's perfect, you now have the feedback that you need to correct your, your method of action, your level of action to the correct level or method. From there, improvements are made. How the fuck do you think, all of you listening, the recording or new, how do you think I'm so great at sales and communication and objections? Because I've fucked up so much that I've gone back to my little cave and said, okay, this line didn't work. This way of thinking didn't work. This objection handler didn't work. What's going to work? Okay, let's experiment. I go out and experiment. Fail. Okay, okay, boom. I found one that works. That's one. Let's find three more. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Feedback, feedback, feedback. Application, application, application. Feedback, feedback, feedback. Application, application, application. Over and over and over and over and over. More so than anybody else. I'm off the floor with everybody when it comes to effort and consistency, persistence, and grit. I've yet to meet one person who can match me with that. Maybe some of my business partner. Right? Like, for example, when I started in real estate and I was practicing my speech, my scripts, two hours a day I was practicing, minimum five days a week. I don't know anybody who does that consistently. I've seen some people do it for like a week or two, maybe even a month. I did that for a whole fucking year, minimum five days a week, two hours a day. That's the level of effort that I'm talking about. But guess what? When I do that, I'm going to be making a lot of mistakes. And I did. I did. And I was okay with it. I was happy with it because it allowed me to get to where I'm at right now. What, if a, what a beautiful place to be, right? Now that's number nine, 10. So I've given a few, right? This isn't anything revolutionary. This isn't anything you haven't heard before. But out of the 10 that I just named, how many, and you don't have to answer out loud to yourself, how many of those are you actually exhibiting and practicing on the highest level to where you're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm level 10 out of 10 on that. Probably none of them. And even if it's one, you have nine other ones that you need to level up with. What most people answer on all of them is either five or less. Oh, I'm doing that one, but it's inconsistent. Yeah, maybe I'm a six at that one, but I don't do it every day. I only do it like three or four days a week. So what was just given, you have more than enough to apply, take notes and commit to doing at least one or two over the next couple weeks and months, and your life will change, period. From information that you already knew that's being re-given to you in a format and in a way that it's concise, simple, you can understand, and lastly, the most important, the A word, you can apply. So 11, this is a mistake that needs to become in reverse as a ritual. People are always seeking the next new shiny thing. Incorrect. Again, I did not say anything new here. I said something probably most people are aware of, yet don't do. You know how many times I go back and reread the same book and re-watch the same videos, re-watch the original mentor videos that I was watching years ago, just to reapply, relearn, restudy these same basic fundamentals that took me to where I'm at. Because every time you go back to the same subject, after you've leveled up as an individual, you take something new from it. Every single time. I've never reread a book, rewatched a course or whatever it is that I've bought or done over the years and not taken at least one or two new things from it ever. So that's a new ritual you can do. Remaster, rewatch the fundamentals and get in tune with it. The master is doing that constantly. We can never forget the basics, the basic axioms and laws and fundamentals. 
most people get to a certain place and they forget them. Always. Always. <clears throat> Lastly, I'll open it up to questions, okay? <clears throat> Is this the ultimate authority in these people's lives? And this is a ritual as you're making decisions, as you're planning out your days and your weeks and your months, and you're deciding what to do and what life you want to live. The ultimate authority, authority in these people's lives is themselves, themselves. How many of you are doing something right now or involved in something or making some sort of decision that you don't want to do, one, or two, you're not the ultimate authority in mom's opinion or dad's opinion or this and that is the ultimate authority. You need to take back control of your lives and say, I'm doing this for me. You know how many people ask me, oh, why are you buying a Lamborghini? Motherfucker, because I wanted it, period. That's it. I don't have to tell you shit else. I want it. I got it. I can have it. I can afford it. Shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. That's it. Now, I don't have to say this, but that's my attitude because I don't have to explain shit to anybody. Yet, at some point, you think you have to. You feel as if you owe people a, a, an apology or some sort of explanation. Oh, well, you know, Brian, let me ask you this question. Okay. Well, why? Well, I'm just curious. Your curiosity isn't enough. I don't have to answer you. I don't have to answer your question. I don't have to tell you why. I'm just doing me. Oh, why do you do this? Because I fucking wanted to. That's it. Now, if you want to give an explanation to educate somebody or it's a valid question, sure, of course. Do it. But don't feel as if you have to or you owe them anything. Nobody owes you shit and you don't owe them shit. Remember that. I said that a long time ago. So once that realization is had, you can now move forward through your daily actions, thoughts, communication, the way you move through the world. Imagine having that freedom walking through and how much more comfortable you would be in social situations if you just flat out didn't give a shit. Didn't have to explain anything to anybody and you just were you. Picture that, that level of confidence and certainty, right? Imagine the presence that you, you, that you would have and exhibit the confidence you would have speaking to people, the impact you would have on them. I can't speak to people and not have an impact on them. It's impossible because of the way that I express. There's no hindrance on my expression to people. I'll say whatever the fuck I want, of course, with calibration. I'm not going to go into the White House and be like, hey, what's up, motherfuckers? Like, I'm not going to do that. That's improper calibration, and that's a social violation. However, if I want to speak. I know how to speak in a way to get people to be like, whoa, who's this guy? And a lot of people would love to speak like that, but they have all this bullshit holding them back and they won't do it. I don't. And let me tell you, it's beautiful on this side and you need to get here. And the quicker you get here, the more you're going to see and understand everything that I've taught. And to be able to make a clear connection between where you're at and where I'm at. And you'll see through my eyes and everybody before me who's taught me. That, my friends, is the life that you want to live, not where you're at currently. We all want to progress. We all want to get better. It's a journey. You've got to keep going, this and that. But it's going to require that you confront a lot of these internal conflicts that you have and, and resolve them so you can move faster. Imagine if your natural state is to move at 100 miles an hour, but right now you're moving at 40. You're only at 40% of your potential. And unfortunately, most people are running on 10% of their potential. 
okay? Cool, that's it for the uh, live portion. I'll open it up for a few minutes for Q&A, and then from there we will take it home. Remember, Team VC, my team, real estate team, sponsors this podcast. If you need anything, make sure you reach out to us. Also, my personal coaching and mentorship program, Modern Success. If you're interested, follow the link below or go to briancasella.com and go to the coaching tab. How or where did you learn all this stuff? Mentors, studying, seminars, reading, life, everything. What's my opinion on MBAs? Don't really have an opinion on them. You're talking about a master's degree, right? I know people who have master's degrees, but I don't really have an opinion on it. What do the beads on your wrist represent? I don't have any beads on, bro. Who have the ying? What do you mean by ying? I don't know what you mean by that. Uh, the beads, the little monk beads I wear, uh, just something I enjoy. Expires, call a doorknock, do both. I don't know what you guys are referencing when you say ying. Is that like a new joke or something? I don't get it. Where do you find your mentors? Uh, I've probably found a lot of them through books or YouTube, and then I paid to get in front of them. I wouldn't be an assistant, bro. I would shadow people if you can, but don't get caught up being an assistant. Oh, the necklace. Okay. You mean yin and yang. Okay. I have the other one, but the, the yin is like super low and it kind of looks weird. I thought it was going to be like the same length, but it's longer. So ultimately we all want to be a harmony of both yin and yang, right? However, when I teach a lot of times the male side has to come out a lot more, but you find that energy everywhere, right? You speak, you communicate. That's male energy. Yang. The yin would be Receiving, listening, learning. Um, <clears throat> Brian, will you list a house in West Adams, LA? Of course. You need any help? Let me know. It was a coaching class cover. Go to um, briancasella.com, Shiv, and go to the coaching tab and look at everything there. Uh, no, it's on the it's on the desk. Nobody's wearing it right now. You're welcome. Uh, hi, I had a question, role play versus prospecting. What do you mean? Do both. Prospect is the work, role play is the practice. Danny Morell, um, I don't know much about him, dude. I know he's doing well. I know Colton and some other people I've interviewed and taught. I've never talked to him or watched his content, dude, so I can't comment. How do you come across mentors? I either read them in a book, watched videos, and I immediately bought their programs and just got in front of them. That's how I came across everybody, from real estate to outside of real estate. What I think everybody wants is they want a free mentor, and nowadays it's gonna be very difficult for you to get a free mentor if you're not exchanging anything. Privately email me about what, brother, Shia? One-on-one -on -one mentors, <laughs> good luck. Pretty much every single mentor I've had who's given me any one-on-one -on -one intention I had to pay for. Uh, you, can, you can follow up, Hector, but that's a big price gap, right? You really have to dig into motivation. Uh, the next live event, Alex, is um, uh, for California Association of Realtors in Long Beach at the convention center, the Reimagine event. I'll be there October 11th. I think my talk is 2.45 to 3.30 or something like that. That's a personal question I want to probably talk about. Okay, cool. Yeah, just DM me, I guess, dude. 
I got a lot of DMs to get through though, so be patient. Sometimes it takes me a week or two to get to all the DMs. Come to NY, write me a check and I'll be out there. High stress situations during that moment. Well, the only thing you can control, Gustavo, is your reaction to it. So start there. The high stress situation is being made high stress in your mind. Any other questions, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? I didn't go to a lot of networking events, man, because most of them, at least from my experience, are a waste of time. You want to be very picky about what you go to. I'd rather see you go to a seminar to learn something and network with those people than just a networking event, unless you're going to the Chamber of Commerce events or something more prestigious like that. I drove for one hour yesterday around houses that couldn't get off. Well, Nidia, my answer to that, four words, get on modern success. I guess we all have to start applying stuff in our lives. That's been the, uh, the whole basis of this, this talk, this 30, 34 minutes that I've been with you guys. So yeah, cool. Okay. I'll end it here, guys. Thank you for being here. If uh, you're new to the podcast, remember we're on Spotify, Google play, iTunes, Podomatic. You can find us. Okay. Shout out to team BC. My real estate team, if you need anything, let us know. And lastly, Modern Success. If you're interested, go to briancasella.com and get on the coaching tab, and we'll see you on the next lecture. Okay? See you guys.